Amen. We bring special greetings on tonight. Amen. On the mantle of prayer on tonight. Amen. On night. Okay. Everybody be waiting for everybody to come in. And that's the beginning of the load. Thank you for tuning in to ELR Prophetic Ship Podcast Network on tonight. Amen. Stay right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. Come on and lift up your voices on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. As we begin to release the clarion sound into the atmosphere right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare and decree. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to keep. Amen. Apostle. Amen. Peterson in prayer. Amen. Keep my brother in prayer. Keep my brother in prayer. Keep my sister in prayer. My family in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Keep them covered, oh God, under the blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. Father, we strengthen them right now. We strengthen him right now. Strengthen him right now. Raboso, strengthen him right now. Raboso, Kodaba, you have made him a valor. You have made him the general, amen, that you have called him to be. Strengthen him right now. Raboso, Kodaboshe. I want everybody that's on this room, amen, that's listening on the live podcast on tonight. The ones, amen, that's in the radio, amen, that listen live. Amen. Just go and just give them a little bit of worship for the next few minutes. Just a few minutes. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to declare, declare. Amen. Declare it. We're going to declare it. Father, we're producing the clarion sound in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Let's give him a couple of more minutes, couple of more minutes, hallelujah. We're going to release the woman of God on tonight. 
Father, we thank you. Oh, how everybody begin this to begin to lift up your voice. We speak healing over Deacon Skinner right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we speak to the infirmity, oh God, that is on our body. We speak, oh God, the fluid, amen, the infection, oh God. We cause it to cease in the name of Jesus. And we declare and decree that her mouth and her voice vocal cords begin to clear up. We declare and decree, amen, that post-nasal drip, amen, that is flowing, oh God, to cease in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, we release your anointing, oh God, in the platform. We release it in the atmosphere. We release it in the stratosphere, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God, on tonight. As we stand in your presence on tonight, as we release the clarion sound, the shofar, amen, is releasing the sound. The shofar is releasing the sound. The shofar is releasing the sound. Anyone out there that, amen, that are in the form of a worship, I dare you, triple dare you, amen, just to go into your presence, go into your place on tonight. In the name of Jesus, there is a healing that took place last night. And there's a healing that still manifests. There's a miracle that took place last night on the air. And there's the same miracle, amen, that's going to take place on tonight. In the name of Jesus. Father, as I touch the power and agreement on this screen on tonight. Father, we thank you, oh God. We draw strength from you, oh God. We send forth your ministering angels. Call forth the worship, oh God, that stand in your presence on tonight. Father, we thank you, oh God. We thank you for your presence on tonight. Anyone that is there right now, I want you to lift your hands where you are. Lift your hands whether you're listening on YouTube. Whether you're listening on Periscope TV, whether you're listening on the 19 radio platforms, lift your hands and tell the Lord, thank you in your work, oh God. In your work. There's a ship right there in your work, in your work. He's elevated. There's elevation. God has called forth elevation. God is elevation. He's calling forth this move. He's calling forth the anointing. He's calling forth people to break away from you. He's calling it forth right now in the name of Jesus. You said in your word that God, alhamdulillah, that you said that thou shalt make thy enemy thy footstool. And he is making the enemy under our feet in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare a decree, oh God, that you begin to move. The love of both say, come on and tell the Lord, thank you on tonight. Come on and tell the Lord, thank you on tonight. We are for your presence. We are for your presence. We are for your presence. Come on up, that's the Lord on tonight. My God. Hallelujah. Oh, oh. Rabba shake and the bubble shake. 
Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. How many real worshipers? How many real worshipers? Where are the real worshipers? Where are the real worshipers? Because before this woman of God go forth tonight, hallelujah, every burden that needs to come through here, shake it off. Handle everything that you're feeling. Handle, we speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. Healing and deliverance right now in the name of Jesus. Father, you place your mantle on tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, we thank you for the shift. We thank you for the apostolic pressure. We thank you as we apply the prophetic pressure. We thank you, oh God. We speak to the airways. We speak to the atmosphere. We speak to the stratosphere. We speak to the atmosphere. We speak to the myosphere. We speak to the biosphere. We speak to the seven levels of the atmosphere. And we command and we declare and decree that the angels flow in alignment on tonight. Everyone that's on this line, amen. Just lift your hands where you are. Lift your hands where you are. There's a presence that's coming through on this room. There's a presence that's coming through this room and it transfers into the airwaves. It's transferring into the airwaves in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God, on tonight. We thank you, oh God. Deacon Skid, I want you to rub behind your ears. Rub behind your ears, woman of God. Rub behind your ears. There's a bad double shape. Rub behind your ears. Rub behind them. Right behind them. In the name of Jesus. Rub behind your ears. Matter of fact, in behind behind your neck. In the name of Jesus. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. 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 Bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Mandia se kendia da 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 so kora da 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 shea nia da 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 su kunda da 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 sandia nia da 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 shea. He said, "Where is the clarion sound?" Mandia so kora ba ba shea. He's coming back for a clarion sound. Hando bo she kana na mandia se. He's asking for us to sound the alarm. If we're sounding the alarm. Amen. Hallelujah. Those waves will be sent up. Amen. As we partition our prayers up into the atmosphere, it hits like a satellite. And the angel hears it. And when the angel hears it, it goes to the assignment in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. As I begin to touch behind my ears, Deacon Stiller, I'm double shake. There's a swelling right behind your ears. There's a swelling. There's right behind your ears. Father, we thank you, oh God, in your work, in your work, in your work. Amen. Hallelujah. Apostle Peterson, right there. I can feel you, man of God. In your work. He's he's interceding as well. Mandio so cold, Rabababa shake in the devil's sandia say, Rabababo so cold in the devil's Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Oh, Rabababa shake. 
We release your anointing on tonight, and we're going to introduce, amen, this woman of God on tonight. The prophetic shift have already taken place, and because the prophetic shift have taken place on tonight, God is shifting our, amen, the ministry to another level. He's shifting, amen, as kingdom builders to another level. In the name of Jesus. Father, as this woman of God go forth on tonight, I want y'all to stretch your hands towards that line to cover prophetess Lang Amen as she begin to release the word on tonight. This woman of God needs coverage when she release the word on tonight. Father, we thank you, oh God. My God from heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Rabashi, there it is. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. There's a sweet spirit, oh God, that is resting. Because when the woman of God go forth on tonight with authority, hallelujah. It takes a lot to release the word, but it even takes more, amen, that it pours out of her every time that she releases the word. Hallelujah. And as we, as the kingdom of God, amen, we got to stand in proxy, amen. Hallelujah. In the midst, amen, there should be not one time that we hit this platform throughout the week. There should not somebody being healed from an infirmity, being healed, amen, from sickness, being healed from a mental amen, being healed from depression, being healed from oppression, being healed from the extremities, the upper and lower extremities, being healed in the name of Jesus. The prophetic shift is taking place in position for the angels to be in place with this woman of God. Begin to go forth. And Father, as I stand in proxy in this realm to cover her, oh God, cover her when she released that word. Y'all don't understand. You have to be covered in order for the word to be released. Because you want the word to go forth effectively. And with this prophet, my God from heaven, begins to move in the atmosphere on tonight. My Dios, Father, we speak to Africa right now that are listening right now. We speak to the 22 countries, oh God, that are listening on YouTube right now. They're listening on Anchor right now. In the name of Jesus, even the ones that's on YouTube, amen, that need a deliverance, you're right there. Stay right there because you're going to get your deliverance tonight. Stay right there. You're going to get your deliverance tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, you're the shofar. Shofar that let us let us know that we are, are in war. We are in war. We are in war. We are in war. We are in war. Father, we thank you. Father, as we release this woman of God on tonight, my God, once she released the world, however the direction that God has put her in a position on tonight, whether she prophesied, 
whether she preach and teach, whatever, however God used her on tonight, my God, we yield to the floor on tonight, none other, amen, that our honorable, amen, Dr. Prophetess, amen, Glenda Lang on tonight, hallelujah, come on and just put your hands together as we worship and work, welcome this woman of God to the platform on tonight, Father, oh God, my God, hallelujah, so we're going to turn this over to the woman of God on tonight, amen, God bless you. God bless you. Well, praise the Lord. Saints, we're going to go directly into the Word of God. Amen. I ask you tonight um, to turn your Bibles to the book of Samuel. Hallelujah. The book of Samuel. And it will be the 30th chapter. First Samuel. 30th chapter. The book of Samuel, 30, chapter 3, 0. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, for every country that is hearing this message or that will hear this message. God, we pray, God, for deliverance. In the name of Jesus, we pray for deliverance in the word of God for the people that might hear this or will hear this tonight. In the name of Jesus, I ask you, God, to hide Glenda behind the cross, that she not be seen or detected in the spirit. Because, God, we now know that we are in a spiritual battle for our lives. We're not in a physical battle, but we're in a spiritual battle for our lives. It is it is a it is a cop between two opinions, between good and evil. Amen. So we bind the adversary, we bind every devil at every level. I command you, Satan, the Lord rebuke you and take your little hiney and go back to hell in the name of Jesus. That no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The hearers and the doers of this word. God save us, cleanse us wash us and keep us in your will in the name of jesus we pray amen first samuel first samuel um 30th chapter amen amen this particular uh chapter is concerning david david the king david who was a warrior david that slept with bathsheba um david had great exploits david was a shepherd man uh as a young child that took care of the sheep in the field david was uh, crowned two times as a kingdom of israel david was a master a warrior, a master, was a master thinker. David was excellent in the things of God. Hallelujah. So even though David might have been made mistakes, David loved God with all his heart. Amen. So this is the same David that we we thought of as we were children. And this is the same David that walked with Samuel, uh, the same David that walked uh, on the earth and created state battles, the same David that his best friend uh, was the king's kid, hallelujah, but he took up friendship with him, amen, the same 
David. Well, uh, this uh, chapter talks about David in this battle of Ziglag. Ziglag, hallelujah. This was a famous battle. While David uh, and his men was out uh, warring at another town, amen. Well, destruction happened. Things changed back at home. And when they came back home to find out uh, their families, their children, their nieces, their aunts, their nephews, they discovered that the enemy had run off and took their families. Can you imagine? You're out working all day long, and when you come back home, your own children, your own nieces and nephews are taken off as hostages, and you don't know where they are. You don't know what happened. Well, God, I'm going about, and I'm fighting this fight battle for you, and you allow my children to be taken away. You allow my wives to be taken away. You allow my 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 servants to be taken away. God, it doesn't feel good. I don't understand these things. Like today, God, we're going through battles in our lives, whether it's with trying to finding another job or, or whether we're trying to find a decent babysitter, that uh, uh, whether we're, we're doing any kind of things for the Lord, but it looks like when we made up our mind to do good. The Bible says evil is always present. No way. It's always present somewhere around, whether it's a, a battle over whether I eat this candy bar or whether it's a battle or whether I see in something in the store that I can't afford and I, I try to steal it because I want to feed my family, but I know that I can't do that. If I know that God's trying to bless me, God's going to take care of me. So there's always some kind of battle in our lives. Like I said, whether it's a job, it's a fight over a job, and I've made up my mind, and I'm looking out, and but looks like everybody else can find a good job, but I can't find a good job. There's a battle in our spirit man, not our outer man, not the flesh that you can touch, but the inward man. Because the enemy is always trying to do something to help you go to hell. Sometimes it's hard to fight spiritually to do what is right. Amen. First Samuel 30th chapter. It says this. And it came to pass that when David and his men were come to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites invaded the south of Ziglag and submitted and and smitten Ziglag and burned it down with fire. So while they're out fighting the enemy, the enemy comes into their own town and burns down the whole town with fire. It wasn't so bad if it just took everybody, but they burned down the whole existence that there was even no town. I live in a small town, but I've lived many years in different places. And one of the places I lived for years was in Miami and then some parts of Fort Lauderdale and some parts. And can you imagine um, that 
when you were living in Fort Lauderdale or wherever you lived, and all of a sudden you went to work one day, and when you went back home, there was no town left. There was nothing left. There was no furniture there. There was no consumer meat market. There was nothing left but smoke and saying, well, my God, what happened to this town? almost like I saying you go to work one day and by the time you go back the next day well you have no job because the the guy just said well I'm not making any more money so I'm just going to file bankruptcy and so you just go ahead and look for another job or you go to church one day and you'll come back home and all your family's gone all your family's dead everything that you loved anything that you desired everything that you had the heart you loved so much is gone but this is what happens to david and his family now this david was a warrior this david would fight and fight with all his might and he had about three or four hundred soldiers that would follow him everywhere but why because he trusted in him he trusted in the character they trusted because they would not lose one man in the battle verse 2 says this and uh, he said he he taken the women and they took the women captive and there were in uh, they slew not any, but neither great or small, but carried them away. So they didn't really kill the, the women, the men, but the, the smaller children, but they took them away. They just destroyed everything and they took it away. Some of us, we went through hurricanes in, in South Florida and uh, roofs were taken off and buildings were destroyed. And it is a sinking feeling in your heart when you lose everything that you have worked for. Have you ever lost a child? Have you ever lost a mother? Have you ever lost somebody who was so close to you? It hurts you. And it's more than money. But it's the desire to See that that person again that was so important to you. And now David comes back to his hometown and nobody's there. And the enemy has taken their children, taken everything away. So third, the third verse says, and so David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire and their wives and sons and daughters were taken away in captivity. I don't know about you, but if that were me, I would have the, the, to the like the shock and awe kind of thing, like, oh my God, everything that I got is lost. God, what do I do? You know, even men, a lot of men grew up saying it's not, it's not manly to cry. But I want you to know that real men and real men of God, they have no issues with crying because they know who they are. And even real women, women, women and young, young girls that really know who, the essence of who they are, 
They have no issues with crying because crying is a release. Crying lets me feel good at the fact that even though there's a loss, I'm fulfilling my desire to release something. Sometimes we don't know how to release. Sometimes we get so distressed, we don't know how to release. We we don't know how to let go. We don't have to let, we and, and we hold on to things for so long, thinking that things will get better, thinking and hoping for a miracle. But here David is not crying for a miracle. David's saying, I've lost everything of value in my life and I don't know what to do. They've taken my children away. They've taken my wives away. They've taken away my servants away. And God, I just don't know what to do. And that's what we have to do. Sometimes we have to get to God and say, get on your knees, get on your prayer closet, get on your on your face in the in your bedroom on the ground, put a blanket down there and say, God, what must I do? I've tried it your way. It didn't work out. I've tried it your way and I did all I could do. I prayed and prayed. I prayed. But it looks like, have you ever been in a situation? Then it doesn't matter that no matter what you do, I don't care. You can pray sometimes forever and ever. But it looks like things don't get any better. And you say, why? I'm a good person. I love to hear people say, I'm a good person. I don't do nothing to nobody. But I want you to know if you don't know, if you don't know Christ, you don't have anything. If you don't know him as your personal savior, you don't have anything. All those things are temporal. In other words, these things are temporary. But only the personal, even the, the secret things, the, the most powerful things are only are wrapped up, tied up in the word of God so that I can be a better person. I can be a better father. I can be a better mother. I can be a better daughter. I can be a better son. I just need Jesus. Well, you know, when you're, getting, you're in your 20s and your 30s and it just seems like it's just it's okay just to go out and party a little bit. It's just okay to get high a little bit. It's just good to go out and lay it with your boyfriends or your girlfriends. It just seems like it's not going to bother anybody. It's just me. It's it's my thing. I do what I want to do. But we can't look down the line. And when you get 60 and 70 and you begin to realize that one day all of us are going to die. One day we will end up in one place or another. So we can't live our lives on a young, on a short term, but a long term that I value my friends and that I walk with integrity with my friends, that I love my friends and I'm going to do right by my friends. I'm going to fit with my family. I'm going to be good uh, father or mother to my family. I want to be the best person I can be in God. In fact, it's one of those sayings a commercial used to be. It says that we're, we're, we are a family of one. We're an army of one because we will do what after we need to do in order we can help and love one another. But when you lose the things that are important to you, you don't worry about nobody else. You just think about what you lost. Sometimes you got to realize 
what we can gain when we give our lives to Christ. So you say, preacher, what do you mean? What am I going to let? What am I going to gain? I'm giving my life to Christ now. So what am I going to gain? Am I going to have a lot of money? Am I going to have a lot of friends? I'm going to have a, a great job that's making two and three hundred thousand. Uh, what do you mean? What I'm going to gain? Or the Bible tells us, what good is it, man, to 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 gain the whole world and yet? lose its soul? What good is it to win a lottery and go to hell? What good is it going to do if I have a million dollars and I don't have any friends that my mother turns her back against me, my father turns against against me? All these things, will you mean to tell me, preacher, that my relationship with Christ and my relationship with my fathers and my relationship with my sisters, those are more important? I want you to know that God allows each of us to be born to a certain family. That's one thing I want you to know, that God does not mistakes when he chooses our family for us. Sometimes we don't really like our family. We love them, but we don't like them. We They get on our last nerve, but now here David is lost. His family, he, he lost the thing that he treasured most. It was his family because then he talks about, he says, and they turn, they burned down the whole town. So David wasn't concerned about the town. He was concerned about his loved ones. He was concerned about his, 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 his people that, that was, that was his friends. He was concerned about those things. And the, the, the true value of life is your family and your friends, but most of all, your relationship with Christ. We're going to always be young, always. We're going to be, we won't be always sexy and fine as wine and, and have good cars. Uh, uh, as the world turns, one day we're a child, the next day we're a teenager, the next day we're 30 years old because time is constantly moving. And time does not go, go backwards. I remember watching this movie one time and this person was 30 and all of a sudden, uh, like every couple of days, he got younger and younger and younger and they were trying to figure out what happened. Well, we as human beings, we do not get younger physically. We can get younger spiritually by growing in him saying, what can I do to be a better person? We must grow, whether it's re, uh, physically, emotionally, financially, uh, know how to handle your money, know, know how to uh, put some money away for a rainy day, know how to cultivate relationships, know how to improve yourself, whether it's improving yourself by reading, whether it's improving by yourself by getting a better job, um, by go, going back to call uh, to college or to school to get a specific um, a job description so you'll make more money. We have to be constantly growing financially, socially, mm -hmm. meaning do you vote? Um, 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 do you pray? Uh, do you fast? Our, uh, these things in our lives are important. They are cornerstones of our lives that we should constantly grow. And even when you get older, 
We constantly have to grow. We have to take on mentorship of younger women so that we can teach them the things. The Bible says that the older women are, are, are required to teach the younger women. So are you mentoring anybody? Are you teaching anybody? Are you loving on them? If you don't have grandparents, find somebody that you can mentor because you are trying to win souls to the kingdom. So no matter how much money you have, in the case of David, David was a warrior, but he lost the most invaluable thing in his life was his family other than Christ. So now David began to talk to God and said, God, what should I do? What should I do now? What should I do? Number four says, and then David and the people that were with him. So not just David, but they lifted up their voices and wept. So that's why it says it's okay to cry. It's it's so it's it's okay to cry, you know. It is so it's okay to cry because it releases uh, the doc, the doctors call it there's something called endorphins and those things. When you release uh, the crying, it's something in your heart, something that your bloodstream needs. It says in David and his. And the people that were with him lifted up their voices and wept. And I believe they were crying out and saying, God, my family's gone. Lord, my children's gone. Lord, this whole town is burned down. And all I see is the residue of the smoke and the fire and the flames and the smelling of something was burning. Have you ever been in a place where you see, you've heard smell fire? It almost intoxicates you to the point you can't breathe. And David and the people that were with him lifted up their voices and i think they began to cry out to god why 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 it looks like every time sometimes we go through things in life only thing we want to do is ask god why why did this happen to me why did this happen why 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 well newsflash ladies and gentlemen god knows and allows what he wants to do because he's in charge Sometimes he lets us to go through these things so we begin to know who really God is. Sometimes we go through these things because it's a process of growing. Sometimes we go through these things simply because God is large and in charge and he's king of glory. means no matter what you have at the end of the day, he knows what's best for you. And David said to them, he lifted up their voices and cried. When's the last time you had a real good cry? Some people are ashamed of tears. And for years, I felt that way. My best cry was always in my car. So when I got in my car, I was alone and nobody could hear my cries. They could hear my tears. They couldn't, they couldn't see what I was going through because I didn't want to know 
how uh, well, I didn't want nobody to know how bad I was feeling or what I was going through or then I didn't have any money I didn't have a decent car I didn't have anything but I didn't want to I didn't want to complain I, I just didn't want anybody to know the depth of my despair and I had to actually one day catch the bus go all the way to Miami Children's Hospital back uh, home to Carroll City uh, several days on a bus but I got up early in the morning and then I had to get on the bus and then by the time I had to get off the bus it was time to get back but I it only took like a couple of days but in that time I was remember looking in the out of the, the window of the bus saying God why 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 so we all go through these things in time where we're going to cry and where we're going to fall out. And when we, we just figure out God doesn't, doesn't care for us, doesn't love us, love us, but God says he loves us. He says, I will love you. In fact, he says this, that I will never leave you or forsake you, even until the end of the earth. Well, it looks like it's the end of the earth. It feels like the end of the earth. It looks like that things don't, it's not going to work out. It looks like you might be homeless. It looks like, but I want you to know that he said he will never never leave you. And you must remember this. You might be young now, but there will be a time in our lives, amen, that you will think that God has forgotten you, but he will never forgive you, forget you. David, it says, number five, he says, and David and two wives were taken captive. So even David's wives were taken, not just the regular people and wives, but the king's wives were taken. So that means that this time it talks about two of David's wives were taken away. But number 20 says, oh, I'm sorry, number uh, six says this. And David was distressed. And David was greatly distressed. He was greatly distressed about losing everything. And the men around him, they were discouraged true. Saying, man, look here, we're, we're out the battle, but if I, I was going to lose my wife. I, maybe I wouldn't have left. Maybe I'd have taken my children and run away. I, I don't understand this, God. You the king. You, you got this great relationship with God. But what's happening to me? Number six says, and David was greatly distressed. And the people spake of stoning him. So they got mad. Now they're ready to kill David. That, that, that word stoning. He, they was about ready to just stone him to death. In other words, they were going to take rocks and whatever they needed and just beat him to death. They were going to beat him down because they lost their children. They were beating him down because of their, the whole town was burned down. They were beating him down because they were upset. And David was the king. Because the soul of all the people were grieved. And the men and the sons and the daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. In other words, everybody out ready to beat David now. They're just mad. They tore up. They lost. They confused. You're the king. But the Bible says something. If you don't really understand it, David's saying, I encourage my own self. Have you ever had 
a day where you've been hungry when you were little, especially, and you know, your mom's already to the, at work and we're home by yourselves and, and you look in there and the peanut butter, peanut butter's are gone, the jelly's gone, the jam's gone, the bread's are gone, the, the crackers and, and, and everything's gone. And, and then you say, you know what? I'm not going to worry about that. I know my mama going to come home and bring me some food. Yes, I'm going to encourage myself. My mama going to bring me some food, and I'm going to sit down and watch TV, and I'm going to be happy in spite of everything. Well, David is saying to himself, no matter, even those warriors were ready to kill him, David said, no matter what's going to happen, I'm going to encourage myself. I'm going to beat my own horn. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm strong. I'm mighty. I'm powerful. I am the will of God. No matter what happens, Jesus is going to take care of me. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to say to yourself, no matter what's happening, whether I've lost my job, no matter I don't have any money, no matter it's something Sometimes I feel like I have no hope. No matter what's going around me, through me, near me, my family, my friends, my, my, my confidants, no matter what's happening, I'm going to encourage myself and say to myself, girl, you know, you look good. Yeah, girl, you smell good. Yeah, you know what? I know tomorrow somehow, some way, I believe I'm going to walk down the road and find me a $100 bill because God promised me that he shall supply all of my Needs. My, my needs, my needs. What do you mean my needs? I need a job. What do you mean? I need, I need help. Uh, what do you mean? My need. I'm hungry, God. But you said you shall supply all of my needs, no matter what's happening. God, so help me now. What do I do? What do I do, God? I, I'm the king. I've lost everything. But I'm. In, you tell me to encourage myself, so I'm encouraging myself. Now, God, so what are you going to do? What 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 are you going to do? Are you coming to help me, God? Are you coming to me in a time of need? Are you coming to me to encourage me? Are you, are you promising me that you say, I know you love me, God, in spite of my mess, in spite of my things with Bathsheba, even the sons, everything, the sins that done. But you said you shall supply all of my needs. I know it's time for me to give my life to Christ. I, I know it's time that I've made mistakes. I, I know it's time that I probably was slept with people that I should have. I, I know it's time. It doesn't matter um, what's going on in my life. I know that it's time for me to get up, fix my face, get back in the race, go to church, give your life to Christ, because I am not going to be here on this earth the rest of my life, and where will I end up in eternity? These are things that we must face the facts about. That David is not trying to depend on his own strength. Remember, he was a warrior. He was a king. King could command other people's death. Kings could order queens to stand before him. Kings could tear down and build up because he had the earthly authority. But David says now, oh, God, I'm encouraging my own self. I might be the king, but right now I need some help. God, what must I do? God, at this point, I'm 30 years old now, 
yes, I know I'm not getting any younger, but God, I just want to be happy. I just want to be at peace. I just want a better job. I just want to be happy now. It looks like everybody else seems to be happy. But let, what about me, God? What about me? It's like Joyce Myers constantly says on TV, well, what about me? What about me? What about me? Well, listen here. Stop worrying about you. Worry about your relationship with Christ because it is the only thing in our lives that matter. Because as surely as we live, we will die. Surely as we live, we will die one day. There's nobody on this earth that has been born will live for thousands and thousands of years. There's only one man in the Bible that lived for a long, long time. But we're not going to live forever in this body. Okay? And everybody that was born to this earth, we will eventually die. And where will we end up in eternity? Well, let me tell you what. Your outer man, that flesh, that, that flesh, that flesh will go into the ground when you or I die. And eventually, those bones will decay. There will be no flesh on these bones. And they will rot in the ground. But the spirit, that per that part that makes you talk and walk and laugh and be happy, that spirit shall exist in another place. And that's why we must have a praying life. Prayer means I talk to God. How, God, this is how we get to God. We pray. We talk to him. We talk and we ask, God, God, teach me to do right. Teach me to live right. Teach me not to lie. Teach me not to fornicate. Teach me, God, teach me, because I know I will leave this earth one day, and I'm leaving my children behind, and they must have morals. They must be taught the truth, because sometimes our parents, we give our children so much, so when they die, they don't know how to take care of themselves. They don't know how to work. They don't know how to pay bills. They don't know how to do stock, stock market. They don't know how to do everything. Why? Because their parents have taken care of them. They have taken everything and pampered them. And then when the parents die, they have they don't they have no concept of doing what is right. So we will all die. So here's David, and David is back, and the and the whole city's broken. That David's children, a family is gone. And I'm sure David was saying to God, what must I do? How do I get through this situation? You allow this thing to happen? God, I don't like it. But now, what do we do now? Where do we go? Have you ever just, like I said, lost a job and said to yourself, God, what do I do now? What 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 do I do when you, you know, that's one of the things when you, when I was looking for a job. I was moving around and had other jobs. The first thing you do is when you lose your job, 
or, or you let go one job, you're saying, okay, what do I do now? Especially if you don't have a, a job, you know, a, a job is lined up, you know. That's why they always tell you before you get rid of your last job, you make sure you put your two weeks notice in. So just in case you don't, you mess up and you don't have the money. So David is trying to say, Lord, what do I do now? What, what, what do I do? I'm in a mess and I don't know what to do. You king of glory, you're my Lord and master. You allowed me to walk with great kings. You, you allowed me to do great things. But now what do I do now? I'm looking to you. There's a song that um, Whitney Houston sings. It's called, um, What Do I Do? It, it actually says, I look to you. I look to you. For when everything is lost, God, I look to you. Well, David's saying, David's saying to God, I look to you, God. I was a shepherd man in a field. The king, uh, the prophet come and said, I'm the one. And now here, years later, I'm, I'm a king. I'm a king over many people, but I've lost the most valuable thing to me. So God, I look to you. I look to you do. What do I do? David took his 600 men and went before God and said, Lord, what do I do? I can't make it without you. I, I have no hope without you. I ain't looking for money, God. I'm looking for you. God, create in me a clean heart and the right spirit. I don't want to be lost. I don't want my children lost. I don't want to be in the state. God, help me and my children. But what do I do? This is David said he took his 600 men with him. And he went and he waited for an answer from God. That's the problem. A lot of times we we don't wait for an answer from God. We move by our feelings. We move by our actions and our reactions. We're moved because we just want something to do now. We're sick of waiting on God. We're sick of the same situation. We're sick and tired. Have you ever been sick and tired of being sick and tired? Yes, I have been personally been sick and tired of sick and tired because you don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. You're waiting on God, but then you say, okay, forget it. Let me do what I want to do because it ain't working out. But David didn't have that answer. David says, I've got to go to God for myself. God, what you want me to do, God? And he cried out to God. And he begged God. He said, Lord, help me to understand. And I ain't going to move till you tell me what to do. And then God spoke to David. He says, pursue. That pursue means go after it. Go get it. Go get what God told you to get. Go do what God told you to go. Go go where God told you to go. You got to do, you got to pursue and get back to everything the enemy took from you. If God took, if the enemy took money from you, God's just giving you the answer. You can go back and take back what the enemy got from you. You might have lost some things in relationships with your 
children. But you know what? You go back and get out there and you begin to talk and pray because you want that, that, that thing that's closest to you. You want it back now. You don't want it tomorrow. I don't want to work too on, wait 200 years from now. I'll be dead and gone. But I want what I want from God. And I know when I make up in my mind, I'm going to serve God with my whole life. I'm going to pray like God told me to pray. I'm going to do what God, God told me to do. And when I don't, please don't do it. I'm going to repent and I'm going to do and I'm going to make it right. And I'm going to make it right on the inside, not just only on the outside. Because sometimes people People will do things and, and they'll repent on the outside, but on the inside they'll say stuff like, "Oh, but you know God know what I'm my, or God know my heart." No, He just don't want to know your heart. Jesus wants to know all of you. God wants all of you. He just don't want the outside. Uh, he wants the inside, and and He doesn't want excuses because uh, the Bible says oh, it says He says, "Holy, holy, holy, the whole earth is full of Your glory." So if I'm a human being, if I'm walking on this earth and I confess that I'm filled with the Holy Ghost and I possess the Holy Ghost, uh, that I am a representative of holiness on the earth. Oh, I forgot. People don't like to talk about the word holy, but the Bible says holy, holy, holy. The whole earth. It didn't say it didn't say the planets. It didn't say the stars. It didn't say the moon. It said, but the whole earth is full of your glory. So the glory of God, the majesty of God, the goodness and the kindness of God is should be filled in us when we give our lives to Christ. Here, David, who was a king, this David was a warrior, was crying out for his family. But David said, God, tell me what to do. And David did it. I'm going to tell you what you need to do is give, number one, your life to Christ. Two, and repent and make it right with God. And you say, well, preacher, do you think that really makes a difference? I'm I'm a young girl. I, I still got time. The Bible says just take no thought for tomorrow because we don't know. We could get in the car and the next day be killed in an accident. We don't know. We could go to the hospital and just thinking we have asthma and, you know, and, and get COVID-19 and die. We don't know what God's going to get ready to do. There is no time limit on sin and there is no time limit on do. You must do what God have called us to do. Take no thought for tomorrow. I am responsible for me. I'm responsible for what I do. I'm responsible for what I say. I'm, re I'm responsible for what I even think. Because you can think something and it can still be said. You can see somebody fine as wine and you want to get with them. Look here. But because you know it and God knows it, you need to repent. The Bible says there's nothing hidden from God. Nothing hidden from from God. Well, I stole that little, uh, that, that ring while I'm sitting at the flea market and I'm talking to somebody or am I, I, I've stole, uh, uh, something of coming out of a car, uh, that I shouldn't have done. There's nothing hidden under the sun from Jesus. He created us. He made us. He knows all about us and we can't hide any 
sing from him. So when David went to God and said, God, what must I do? The men that walk with me are now ready to kill me. But God, what must I do? I don't want to do anything wrong. I don't want to do anything out of order. And God spoke to him. He said, pursue. Pursue means go after. Pursue after your dream. Pursue after your desires. Pursue after the things of God. Pursue. Look for, for the things that you want. You might want to be a teacher. You might be want a doctor. You might want to be a lawyer. You might want to be a nurse. You might want to be have your own business. Pursue all those things that you desire. But you've got to do. If you want it done the right way, you must do it by giving your life to Jesus Christ Himself first. I can live. We can live without food. We can live without water. And those are the two most precious things on the earth. But we cannot live without Jesus Christ. Jesus made us. Jesus will keep us when you want to be kept. There's no excuse for sin. There's no excuse for lying. There's no excuse for fornicating. Why? Because my body belongs to me and my body is valuable to me. You cannot, young women, give your body to somebody. You are not married to you. Why would you want to sell off your most valuable commodity, which is your body? Because in your body comes out kings and queens out your body comes warriors and doctors and lawyers out of your womb it is the it is the it is the next best thing that god creates that comes from your womb and why would you want to sell the most valuable thing to you houses and land but without jesus we have nothing whether from the president or whether the garbage is a collector. God sees us all the same. God loves us all the same. The king that went to war with his good friends, his buddies, his pals, his confidants. But when he got back home, that gay king could have been beaten up by his own men. That was a best friend, a close friend. The closest friend you can have is Jesus Christ. Make it sound like strange when you're young. David said, well, when I was young, but I'm always said, but I've never seen the, the, the righteous forsaken. But take 20 or 30 years from now. I realized that when my mother and my father were gone, all the things they tell you, don't do this, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. And we thought that our parents were just being mean to us. But the love of God in them was trying to lead us and guide us. The Bible says into all truth. Truth is we must live for him. Truth is we will suffer persecution. Truth is life is rough. Truth is we make mistakes. Truth is, but God is our Savior. He's the present help at a time of need. He is El Shaddai. He 
get. He is what God needs to be for us at that time when we give our lives to Christ. And the beauty of love with Christ is this. He doesn't make us give our lives to him. He steps back spiritually and allows you to make that decision to give your life to him and go forward. He could have easily commanded all of us to be all the same little ducks in a row, all the same countries in a row. He could have just said, oh, I command you to, and it's done. Every, he, it, 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 hadn't been, it should not have been like that, but because he loved us. Some of y'all people think loving a man is wonderful. And yes, it is. If you've got the right man, if you've got the right man that will love you and provide for you and, 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 and will love you like, a, uh, like their own soul, that will love you, love the conditioning and love you, that want to have a good laugh with you, love you and sit down and watch the three soldiers. Something that, real love and, and compassion and relationships because they are friends. But when one talks down to the other one, this is not relationship. This is bondage. This is this is like negativity. We have to understand that we must wait on the hand of God. When you don't wait on the hand of God, your whole life sometimes is turned upside down. So that's why you find all these people today. Uh, uh, they're married two and three and four and five and six times. And I think I have a sister-in-law. She was married maybe six or seven times. I don't why. Because you're looking for things on the wrong places. But the real place is in loving Jesus Christ. He's the only one that reciprocates to us. He's the only one that loves me when I'm not even worthy of being loved. David said, Lord, what must I do? Do I need to pursue? Do I need to go back to the altar? Do I need to know and go and apologize? Do I need to go back and make things right? Do, is there anything that I need to do? And if there's something to do, God, create in me a clean heart and a right spirit so I can get it right this time. Yes, tomorrow is not promised. But right now, David is asking God, what must I do now? Even with this covert 19, God, what must we do now with the nations upon nations? And every country has covert 19 running in different, different strains of, 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 the, of the virus. Every country on the face of the earth has this same problem. God, what must we do now? You say pursue, pursue what? It looks like God, Every I mean, there's, there's snowstorms here. There's, there's floods. There's everything. There's fires and floods in, in California. The whole earth, the whole world seems like it's going crazy. But you say to me, God, pursue, pursue what? Pursue God's love. Pursue Jesus' love. Not money, not land, not lotto, but pursue. 
the love of God. For he says in his word, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And every, everything else shall be shall be added unto you. When you pursue God, when you pray, when you fast, when you read your Bible, and when you do what the Bible tells you to do, all oh, the whole nine fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, happiness, long-suffering, all these things, when you pursue God in every way that you know possible, that God will answer your prayers. Now, our problem is that we don't like to wait. But while we're waiting on God, pursue him. Read your Bible. Talk to people that you love and just tell them you love them. Just pick up the phone sometimes and say, hey, Pop, I love you. Hey, daughter, I love you. Hey, bud, you're my best friend. I want you to know that I love you. That's love. When you can just tell somebody for no reason at all that I love you. And you have to love in order to be loved. You can't be a sourpuss one minute, love me one minute, and hate me the next minute. Uh, love me, but you don't want to do nothing. You can't do those things. That's not the agape. That's not the godly love. But David loved his family. David loved his 600 men to follow them. And he didn't get angry with them when they were gonna wanted to fight him and kill him. David went to God. And we as a people now, in 2022, we need to go to God for the answers because there's no other choice right now. Just like in the Old Testament, I'm going to close out. In the Old Testament, when there, where, where Israel, uh, uh, when Moses uh, wanted to bring the people out of Israel and, 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 and Pharaoh said, no, I'm not letting them go. What happened? There was a whole bunch of plagues, a whole bunch of diseases coming one after the other, one after another. Why? Because they were disobedient. He was disobedient, and he would do what God told him to do. Here we are now in a pandemic of 2022. They said on, on TV one day that this pandemic has not happened in over 200 years, but yet we are alive to experience this pandemic. This is a sign that Christ is on his way back. Yes, you might not believe it, but let me tell you what, uh, you never thought the United States would be like it is. You never think there would be food shortages. You never think there would be toilet paper shortage. You would never see uh, folks fighting over food. Never see what you would just get to buy a piece of beef would cost you $20, $30. No, no, no. God's trying to tell the people to something. You have the opportunity tonight. If you desire, you can turn your Bibles. Zach, you don't turn your Bibles. I'll tell you in the book of Romans, 10 chapter. It tells you about confessing and possessing Christ. That when you um, um, believe in your heart, confess with your might. Why? He says that then y'all shall be saved. So I ask you tonight in your heart, only you know, not me. I'm not going to do like they do on TV and say, well, repeat after me. I'm not going to tell you repeat something because it has to be what's in your heart, what in your spirit. 
that my life might need to be changed. And if I'm not even thinking about me, I'm thinking about my children, that I must be a godly woman to raise up my children. I must be a woman so that when my children see me, my children would see I represent God, that I'm going to teach the right way. I'm not going to stand before them and curse them and call them all kind of things and do all kind of stuff and lay up with men and before your children. No, we have to be godly men and women of God. Because without that, ladies and gentlemen, the world's in trouble. But we know who who's the large in charge, our Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for the word tonight. I thank you, God, that even in David's discouragement, while he was running out of battle for you and winning, I lost, he lost his family. He lost his things, God. And when David was so discouraged, all he asked him, God, what do I do now? So I say to you, even me, God, what must I do now? How must I change me now? How must I be a better person now? How can I change my my life now that my grandchildren respect me and love me? How must I change? And I ask you to ask yourself, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world, what must you do to change your life so that one day that you give your life to Christ and walk up with Jesus one day? But the Bible says that tomorrow is not promised. Uh, an hour from tonight or to, tonight is not promised. But this day, choose whom you shall serve. Jesus' name we pray. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. God, I thank you for the blood of Jesus. Uh, I thank you for the mind of Christ. Uh, I thank you for the Holy Ghost. Uh, I thank you for moving by your power. Uh, God, save, save, save and deliver. Uh, save, 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 God. Uh, save those on the line. Uh, save, save, save in the sound of my voice. Uh, save and deliver. Uh, oh, God, that the blood of Jesus. Uh, oh, God, the blood of Jesus. Uh, keeps us, holds us, washes us. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, I bombard heaven. Uh, in the name of Jesus. I, I tell you, thank you. I, I thank you for the blood. I thank you God, for the blood of Jesus. I, I thank you for the DNA, God. I thank you, God. I come against every bloodline, everything not like God. In the name of Jesus, wash us, cleanse us, hold us, keep us anywhere, God. In the name of Jesus, 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 the blood the blood, the blood, uh, the blood, God, uh, the blood of Jesus, uh, that keeps us, uh, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, uh, I come against every spirit, uh, every sticky spirit, uh, under hindering spirit, uh, every controlling spirit, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, I thank you now, uh, I praise you now, uh, I adore you now, uh, I come against every spirit, uh, oh God, uh, unchemical, uh, chemically unbalanced, uh, saints, uh, oh God, uh, in the name name of Jesus. I, I praise you now. I, I thank you. I, I thank you. I, I praise you. I, I adore you now. I, I stand fast in your word, God. In the name of Jesus, I, I decree and declare that the prayer and the prayer mantle are alive. Stand assured 
and amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the word. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. If there's anybody that wants a special uh, prayer re request right now, you can do that at this point. Hallelujah. 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 Does anybody that have any special prayer requests, you can do that right now. Hallelujah. 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 I hear this name, Dan, uh, Daryl. Hallelujah. I don't know who Daryl is, but Daryl, how about those? Shout on sake. Da mando hosha. Daryl, I hear the Holy Spirit calling you. Daryl, I hear God calling you. I don't know who Daryl is, but Daryl, the Holy Spirit is calling you now. You've been running from him for a long time. Oh, God. In the name of Jesus, Rachel and your father, blessings to you. Oh, God, Rachel, I'm going to manifest yourself. You got something expect unexpected is coming your way. Hallelujah, God. We thank you. We thank you for the blood, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Don't be surprised, Havamansa, that the places that there would be no snow, there would be Havamansa, even in the sunshine state. Don't be surprised. You're going to get an Arctic blast. Havam did it before the winter is over, God. Havam did it. Ratababasataya. Retebe kotiamansukurabaya. Hallelujah, God. Thank you. Hede kanamansikiataba. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Denmark. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Russia. Thank you for Cuba. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for Jamaica. Thank you for Africa. Thank you, God. For Brazil. Thank you for your nation. We believe the God that Jesus is going to run in the Mosiah, going to run rapid in the in the Mosiah, in Brazil, God. We thank you now. Antarctica, Oh God, New Zealand, God says revival is coming your way. Even Canada, God, I see a breakout in the Moshaya and a revival in Canada, God. Hallelujah, 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 God. A 
we thank you in advance, God. Even in Hawaii, God, I thank you, God. Oh, God, thank you. Oh, God, I'm on Sitaya. And even in the Mohoshaya, even that mountain, and I'm Hallelujah. Was not smoking anymore. Hallelujah. A couple of years ago, God says there will be another eruption in the Mohoshaya, in Hawaii. God said, but let not your heart be troubled. Yes, God. God says as many wealth, as much wealth in your country, Kamocha. It got some that wealth that was only for the rich. Some rich people are living in Ghana. I'm gonna run a Mosha. I'm gonna spread the wealth. Ghana, Africa, Kubo, Shaba, Niketama, Doshina, Ranana Mati, Edebesho, Ayamahoshina Matina. Oh, God, I thank you. I hear God in the Mosha. The word said New Ireland and the Mosha. Okay, New Zealand, Rana Mati, Agara Mataya, New Orleans, Alamaha, Nedere, Oh, God. Break camp, I want in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I'm a Hoshaya. God said that I'm a Hoshaya. There's going to be some more breakouts. I'm a Hoshaya. I'm not killing the United States of America. God said, keep praying. God said, pray, pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. And God said, pray to the Hoshaya. Anoint your children before they come to the Hoshaya. They're going to go to school, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Mm, God, thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Each of you, any of you have anything you want to say before we close out? Any comments? Anything else? I hear a voice. I Talk to me. Are you enjoying well, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Daphne, Kadabush, Anama. I don't know if she's here. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whose voice am I hearing? Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 90 yeah. seconds. Dolores, are you on the line? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dolores, that I will shot. God said, let not your heart be troubled. God said, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled about anything God says. Let not your heart be troubled about anything. Now, I don't know what anything he's talking about. But he told me to tell you, let not your heart be troubled. I don't know what it is, but he just told me to tell you. I don't know what happened today. I don't know what's going on. But God told me to tell you, let not your heart be troubled. Don't be moved by what you see or what those say. Only move by the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, yes, Lord. sir. Let not your heart be 
trouble. God, don't be, don't be moved. Hallelujah. God says, I got everything under control and everything. And he says, everything. Mm-hmm. He said, I just heard him say the word in my left ear. He said, everything. Mm-hmm. He said, everything. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. God told me to tell you the same thing. Let not your heart be troubled. Mm-hmm. God says, your blood, even in your blood pressure, even in your thyroid, you speak to it. I hear you, God. I speak to your thyroids right now. I speak Jesus. from the crown of your head to the bottom of your feet. I speak to your arms. I speak to your hands. I speak from the depths of your loins. I speak to the spirit of God within you now, 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 now. I speak it now. God says, let not your heart be troubled. Stop being worried. Trust God. Trust the God that's within you. Trust him with all your might. Trust him when you don't see him. Trust him when you can't trace him. Trace him. Don't see him. God says, I've got you. God is in control of you. Trust your heart in me. Your heart is the most valuable thing you have in God. Let not your heart be troubled. John 14. 14, 14 chapter. Let not your heart, spiritual heart, be troubled. The enemy wants to keep you and see you feel defeated. The enemy wants to get you uh, on the wrong side of the track, so to speak. God says, but I've got in control. You control what you're thinking, what you're saying, hallelujah. And God says, I've got it. But when the enemy thinks you can got you, I've got you. Speak to that body. I speak to the hand. I speak to the teeth. I speak to the loins. I speak to your back. In the name of Jesus. Relax, relax, relax. Take a deep breath. Take this, close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Take deep deep breath. Come on, you're breathing in God. Take a deep breath. That's God. Deep breath. That's deep breath. Deep breath. Relax. That's the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit lives in you. He can't do nothing. The enemy can't do nothing. He's just trying to make you nervous. He's trying to get your blood pressure up. He's trying to get your thyroid upset. God, I command it now in the name of Jesus. Go back to the pit of hell. Go back. Take the demonic forces. Everything you kind of manifest in her, that's my daughter. Go back to hell in the name of Jesus. Go back to hell. Take your behind to hell. Stay there. Walk around and chain your own self to the bars. In the name of Jesus. In I curse every generational curse on your bloodline, Erica. I curse every generational curse on your bloodline, on your father's side. Every Hashimoto's, every disease, everything in your bloodline, in the name of Jesus. God says, I'm working on it now. I'm cleansing it now. You've got to believe it. I don't care how you feel. You can it. I am healed by his stripes. I am healed. I am walking in the news of life. 
I am walking in his will. I am walking his way. I am anointed by God. I am called by God. I am appointed by God. I will live and die, not die, and declare the works of the Lord. I am the apostle that God has called you to be. Remind you, got to remind the enemy who you are. You are a king's kid. You are. Take deep breath. You rest. You rest in the Lord tonight. You rest in him. Close your eyes. You go. Get a hot bath. Turn everything off. You ain't got to copy nothing. You ain't got to do nothing. You go lay there. Put something over your eyes and lay down and get some rest. God has all power. God has all power. Turn off the light. Don't everything is stimulating you. Get some rest. The devil is a liar. I got you if I have to pray all night long. But I thank you for Miranda. God, you know. Take care of it right now. I send my warring angels to fight for her. I send my warring angels. I look often for your wife. I send my warring angels to fight for your wife, her body. I send my warring angels. Michael, go fight. Go in that house. Fight. Go in that room. Go fight. Go in that bedroom. Fight now. I command her blood pressure. I command every ache, every pain in the name of Jesus. I come against every ache, every knee pain, every ache, back ache. I command it now. Why? In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your wife's going to feel better in the morning. God says to tell me, I am God. I am God. Yes, God, I'm using her mouth, but I am God. Have I not told you? Have I not provided for you? I am God. I spoke the world into existence. I spoke the move of the waters, of the lines, and the earth into existence. That's now running at 186 miles an hour per second. I am God. Jesus. God said, if you don't believe me, get in the computer and you'll find out that I make the, the, the world to move around at 186 miles an hour per second. I am God. Hallelujah. All right. All right, Father, let's close out. Father, we thank you. God, you thank, we thank you. We thank you for the midst of our trials. You're always with us. You've always made a way for us. God, continue us to cover us with the blood. Cover us with the blood of your 
blood, Jesus. Thank you for dying on the cross for us. God, watch, cleanse, control, keep in the palm of your hand. Amen and amen. amen. Well, God bless you. God bless you, saints. Amen. amen. Bless you.